get into get into it. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, do it. Now that the personal uh, Thanksgiving post Thanksgiving <laughs> conversation is over. Yes. Um, hope everyone had a swell Thanksgiving. This is the Real Horror Show podcast back from our little break. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Still not done with the original season three, but we're working on it. Somebody is busy getting her PhD, so that's like eating away at all of her podcast time. I know, it sucks too, but uh, my break, my winter break is coming soon, and you know, that means TV time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it'll be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well-deserved break. Yeah. With trashy teen TV. Oh God. Yeah, absolutely. That's the top of my list, but it's, but listen, I love, I love it. I love this stuff. Yeah. So so this week we are quote unquote picking our next movie. (laughs) Um, It's actually, um, it is good night, mommy, the American remake. With yes, uh, I have nothing to say about that. I'm not going to argue with Sam about it being (laughs) something different. Or it I was should gonna be Terrifier ask, 2 or some shit. <laughs> I was going to ask, um, it's good night, mommy, right? We didn't make it in a, we didn't make a decision after we stopped recording yeah, last week. No, no, no. It's definitely good night, mommy. And we made sure to really nail that one down. So it's the American version. Good night, mm-hmm. mommy. Excited to watch that one, actually, yeah. to see how it differs. Uh, it stars Naomi Watts as mother, nice. which is interesting because Naomi Watts also played the mom in the Funny Games U.S. remake. So Naomi Watts is just all over these U.S. remakes. Dude, she was in the ring. She, holy shit, she yeah. was. <laughs> she's a horror girl, my dude. Oh, I love she's her. All she's all, she's, she's all about these Americanizations. I know. Yeah, she definitely is. So she, um, and uh, fuck no, she wasn't the girl in Silent Hill, but there was a blonde girl in Silent was, Hill um, that was just Woman. she was the lead girl in the two, 2005 king kong yes with uh jack black yes oh yeah she was the lady <laughs> the one woman in king kong that king kong falls in love with i forget her name i remember like that movie being a big deal when it came out mm-hmm. because it was three hours long yeah huge deal and now that just seems to be the growing norm for movies uh avatar 2 which comes out next week <laughs> Yeah. is slated to be like three and a half hours long um uh, avengers endgame was three hours long wow. so i think really the time is coming to bring back movie intermissions yeah actually that's kind of cool and they're gonna bring quentin tarantino out of retirement there and he's gonna do like a four-hour movie mm-hmm. i'm sure he could like i'm sure kill bill three could be a three-hour movie oh absolutely or, or i would love movie. it to be i would love it to be that long for, for sure I, th- I think he wants <laughs> to do kill bill three good because like it's time for um the girl's growing up now girl. yeah for a uh, vivica a fox's daughter to come and get revenge on the bride Yes. Which he yeah. said that would be the story. Is Def- Oh, definitely. At least he's like keeping it in the, all in the family there not trying and, to do anything different. And fucking Maya Hawk could play BB. Like, oh yeah, of course. Duh. Yeah, there we go. Everyone's kids are grown up. So it's t- now's the time. Like, I feel bad because I do think the original BB is still an actress. She's done like background work or minor character work for huh. newer Tarantino works works like she was one of the hippie girls in um oh uh Hollywood Once upon a time in Hollywood yeah yeah <laughs> uh, so she still does act but I think it would Sweet. be more understandable if he cast Maya Hawk to play Uma Thurman's daughter yeah that would be ideal because be she cute. looks just like Uma Thurman <laughs> I think it would be super cute it would be in a Kill Bill kind of way 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so. the movies are so great. They are. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> speaking of great movies, <laughs> we'll watch Goodnight Mommy. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, which like I know Rotten Tomato, a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes just means like, I don't know, 40% of critics like it or whatever. Right. I know yeah, it's an aggregate yeah. site, but it's still it's still a thing we refer to. Okay, definitely. Yeah, I, I like to have a baseline, you know, to go off of so I can make my own decision. Whether like, I do the think same or different. Yeah. in some ways, Letterbox and IMDb scores are a better way mm-hmm. to get an idea, but Rotten Tomatoes is so much more universal. Definitely. Everyone, yeah, everyone kind of knows that. And also it has like the critic score and the audience mm-hmm. score as well. So it's a little bit more, I don't know, got two things to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> you can decide on uh, the audience. Five, so the uh, 5.6 on IMDb. So they seem pretty uh, in Average. line with each other. Yes. Ooh, no. On uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 35% audience score. Oh, God. So. Well, we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. I wonder if they will keep the twist from the German version, Uh the original. Yes, I can't wait to compare and contrast the movies. Absolutely. The Mm -hmm. German one was really something else, though. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Me too. Yeah. classic. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. And uh, speaking of um, whatever we just said, we'll we'll see. Sam, you saw a couple movies while we were on our break, didn't you? Like some horror oh, movies. Yeah, uh, oh, I sweet. saw. Shit, what did I see? Dude, I need you to saw like the menu. I, I did see the menu. Kill it was excellent, <laughs> and I saw Bones and All, yeah. which was also excellent and That's weird, funny. and <laughs> um, yeah. I saw I saw myself a bit in the college Mm. girls sitting in front of me and I now Mm. realize how insufferable I probably sound occasionally to non-movie people (laughs) (laughs) because uh Bones and All was directed by um Luca something something the guy who did um Call Me By Your Name which I still Ah. haven't seen but we all know that Timothy Chalamet jacks it with a peach he does yeah like there's this whole scene where he's lying in his bed and he's eating a peach and he like then uses the peach to masturbate um it's a thing um i've tried reading the book it's pretty dry i'll eventually finish it but uh so it was the same director and after the movie ended and the credits started rolling one of the girls down front said the cinematography was incredible and her friend just didn't seem that interested and she's like it was directed by luca uh the guy who did call me by your name (laughs) Oh my oh, god. So amazing. that's what I sound like to people. <laughs> yeah, you're just like <laughs> Yeah, the cinematography is amazing and then you're like the pacing was great. <laughs> the story was engaging. <laughs> and also they were just so cannibal cannibalism and cannibal yeah. romance I feel like is having a bit of a moment in yeah, movies yeah, in literature right now. Uh, uh-huh. I thought that was going to be the direction of the menu but it wasn't uh, um interesting to know yeah i wasn't sure i, I wasn't sure <laughs> and i want to say this without being weird about it but since i did write a semi cannibalistic romance yeah. i understand the interest in exploring that taboo subject especially in the frame of like a romance mm-hmm. because that's what i'd call bones and all it's a horror romance which is an an interesting new genre 
that yeah. we're starting to explore with um yes. like haunting of blind manor and um this yeah haunting of blind manor um is there like cannibalist stuff in there no it's just a it's a horror romance so like you've got this prominent love story in it uh, oh yeah surrounded by yeah yeah those. i was trying to think like what the fuck i mean there could be one? cannibalism in it i don't know yeah. i i don't know how they're living their personal lives yeah no, but <laughs> like earlier drafts of my play let's hope you feel better delved into the cannibalism aspect of it mm-hmm. more the final version kind of alludes to it it's there without really saying it's there like yeah. um there are lines like uh to really be a part of someone to really feel them and mm-hmm. so I think it's an interesting topic to explore in a literary sense for like just kind of a toxic all-encompassing passionate relationship which bones and all attempts to do yeah I think It'll depend on the viewer if it accomplishes that or not. Oh, gotcha. I was reading other reviews where people said, yeah, that the ending of it was really intense. People didn't know whether to cry or laugh (laughs) or so it was just really an awkward silence watching it happen. Interesting. Okay. And the whole like cannibal subject of it is very interesting in this world. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of world building. It's very, uh, it's, it's our world, but it's a world where people are just kind of born with this gene that makes them want to eat people. Ah, definitely. So it's, <laughs> it's an interesting take on it, but I liked it. Awesome. So I have to ask, because one of my favorite actors is in it, Michael Stuhlbarg, and it looks like he plays a guy that is like a, like a hillbilly guy with like overalls. One second, stool. <laughs> yes, he is in it very briefly. Oh, man. Okay. But he's a very memorable character. Oh, well, excellent. Okay, great. <laughs> like, he's in it briefly, but he's kind of, he's important. He's another cannibal. Oh, he is. Cool. Yeah. I thought so. So the main girl, Timothy Chalamet, him, and then um, another guy are all cannibals in ah. uh each one kind of has their own it helps with the world building of how cannibals exist in this world yeah that's very interesting because they all have their own like set of rules for how they deal with it yeah deal with it or like cope with it oh that sounds really interesting that they kind of have laid that framework down there about that so yeah that well i obviously am excited to see it myself it'll probably take me a couple years but i promise i'll get there (laughs) Yeah, and you know, if you're into watching Timothy Chalamet jack off men in cornfields, mm. it's got it's got that for you too. So he he does that. Yeah. Oh, because he's kind of like his addiction to consuming human flesh is compared to junkies. Oh, gotcha. and so that scene makes sense in the way that he'll do anything to get his next fix. I see. So that's why he yeah, and he kind of has the look about him. Yeah. Um. But, uh, okay, well, cool. Yeah. I, um, but yeah, that's on my list of things to see. I'm glad you saw it though. I'm glad at least half of this podcast is like being a modern, a modern podcast and seeing the proactive. Yeah. Proactive. It's fine. You're getting your PhD, but once you're a doctor, I'm not taking any excuses. Once I'm a doctor, I'll just be at the movies all day. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I swear. And then at that time I'll be more comfortable to like 
be out um, mm -hmm. at the theater again. Um, not that I'm not comfortable now, but like, yeah, I um, will uh, definitely be because it'll be like 2025 at that point. So yeah. ho hopefully it'll we'll be in all clear. It's weird. David and I were talking about this on our way back to New Jersey. We stopped yeah. at a diner for lunch. Yeah. And um, they still have the plastic partitions up and oh. he asked if that's just going to be a thing that future restaurants implement. And I don't see why not. Right. Like they help, you know, privatize your conversations between booths. Definitely. Oh yeah. I agree for sure. So I'm, I'm curious if that is going to be a design feature that we see just built into restaurants in the future. That would be great. Yeah. Why not? Agreed. All right, cool. So, and then you also saw the menu. Yes, which was excellent. Awesome. I haven't been as excited for a film since uh, Parasite. Yeah. Two, two very different movies, but <laughs> yeah, both like that. If you're into like beautiful cinematography and fuck the rich, mm -hmm. it's very much that. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And definitely love uh, the, the cast. Mm-hmm great did you see anything else um other th um other than those two other than my own movie at the smod castle <laughs> film festival right no i didn't see anything else okay gotcha <laughs> and yeah i did see that you had gone and seen it and everything and yeah yeah <laughs> unfortunately for content there's no hot tea to spill but gotcha um <laughs> like yeah. Let, let's not pretend that I was invited to the film festival out of any uh, genuine right. wanting me to be there. I was invited because David called them out mm -hmm. on Instagram. Yeah. And so they felt bad and they just like, did. yeah. God damn it. Because, you know, now clearly we have a good relationship. Mm -hmm. um, no, but it, <laughs> it was fine. We, uh, Smod Castle, this is the first year they've had it up in. Oh. Atlantic Highlands, New Jersey, right across mm -hmm. from New York City. It's Kevin Smith's film festival. Something he's wanted to do ever since he became a filmmaker because his film career started at film festivals. Nice. So he always wanted to eventually one day buy a theater and host his own. And that's what this is. Cool. I did not get to meet Kevin Smith, unfortunately. David and I did catch a glimpse of him taking photos with another movie okay. um, crew. But he just evaporated. I don't know what the fuck happened to him. He just, he disappeared before we got a chance to like take our own pictures with him or just say hi. I had my copy of clerks with me in case yeah. I did see him cool. to sign. And, you know, I jinxed it because I was proactive and went out and bought Sharpies because I didn't have any. Uh -huh. So naturally had I not done that, I would have met Kevin <laughs> you Smith. You would have met him, but had, had nothing. I'm sure he may have had something. Yeah, it was awesome. Like I, we got there around eight thirty, eight forty-five. So he probably had to. I think I think his daughter had a movie that they were showing at oh. the film festival, so he was probably in whatever theater that was showing. Oh, that's so um, cool. But I was also proactive and hopeful that a uh, Jason Muse, who plays Jay to his silent Bob, mm -hmm. would also be there because my goal in life, yeah, is mm -hmm. to just get any celebrity I meet to sign the most obscure work in their catalog. I have yes. <laughs> all seven Leprechaun films on DVD because one day I'll meet Jennifer Aniston and I will force her <laughs> to sign. Is my she copy in the Leprechaun movie? That was her first movie. 
That was her first big role. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. Was she like a kid or was she older? No, she was the final girl. Really? Yeah. A leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Jennifer Aniston. She did that like three years before Friends. Wow. So she's super young, but she was the final girl. Dang. <laughs> That's interesting to know because I'm not a huge leprechaun person myself, so I wouldn't really have known that. I don't think anyone is. <laughs> you know the character of Freeberg in Freddy versus Jason? Um, The stoner character? Oh, the with the blonde hair? Yeah. Yeah. Who's obviously just a plagiarized version of Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Basically looks just like him, yeah. <laughs> so my goal in life is to get Jason Mewes, who plays Jay, but oh. does not play Freeberg, to sign okay. my copy of Freddy versus Jason. Nice. <laughs> just fully commit to the bit. Definitely. And he, he would do it, it too. Right. He was in that like... um, Never Sleep Again four-hour documentary. And oh, get out! They got to Freddy versus Jason, and they were talking about the character of Freeberg and how, you know, it's it's plagiarism essentially, yeah, <laughs> very close to plagiarism. Mm-hmm. And Jason Mewes actually did a bit of an interview about oh, really? it, just like I was so happy to be in Freddy versus Jason. Wait, I wasn't in that movie, right? <laughs> and then left. <laughs> oh, that's actually pretty funny. So he's he's got a good sense of humor about it, but. Yeah, the film festival was fine. I'll tell you more off mic because I'm waiting for certain contracts to be over before I fully publicly talk about my experience working on the movie. But gotcha, gotcha. Um, and everybody looks forward to that, I'm sure, because it's a long journey. All all twelve listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Um, They come back every week, every time. Yeah. I will say, um, Jared, who plays the character of Swirsky in my movie, is an absolute mm-hmm. sweetheart. Um, every person who's played this character, because it is based on my play, has been a total sweetheart. The character mm-hmm. just calls for golden retriever energy. Nice. That's awesome. So he was very sweet. There were two other actors there. Only talked briefly to one of the the main girl. And mm-hmm. um, should she be listening? I want to clarify that. I'm sorry if I sounded like a bitch if you had asked me. <laughs> If it was the first time I had seen the movie, I just thought, (laughs) what did you say? I just said, I've seen it (laughs) because the movie's been out since June. Oh, she probably doesn't even know or Or realize. I I think they do know because, and I feel like it was a little awkward. David was there and he agreed to be the uh, nice (laughs) one for us. I was cordial. Excellent. I was cordial. I was polite. Yes, definitely. But like, <laughs> not so nice that they think things are cool with us because they'll never be cool because I wasn't invited to the premiere of my fucking movie. Right. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I'm never going to get that moment back. Yeah. Bonkers. So. But, you know, that's as much as I'll go into it there. Okay. Um, the words getting out. I haven't really talked about it publicly that much. Not that many people listen to us. We're a small mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. But still you can't treat someone shitty and not expect it to get out in this day and age yeah absolutely but oh yeah that's how my week went uh other than that we went to the quick stop where clerks with clerks was filmed nice which was a very cool experience it is it's a working little convenience store yeah i was gonna say is it like a real store (laughs) nice yeah, uh, we bought I bought my uh Starbucks Frappuccino and David bought an expired Pepsi. 
excellent. <laughs> and then we did the one thing you go to New York do. Oh, blah, blah. We did the one thing you go to New Jersey to do, which is look at the New York City skyline. Yeah, excellent. And that was pretty. Oh, yeah, I bet it was. It's probably really nice. And it's fucking warmer in New Jersey than mm-hmm. it is here right now. That is bullshit. Yeah, isn't that funny? That's that's really weird. Huh, because I know New York is like, uh, forget it. It's, oh, it's freezing and mm-hmm. snowing four feet every day or whatever. It's like nuts yeah. up there. <laughs> Go forward. But it's winter. Mm-hmm. What can you expect? But yeah, it's a, yeah, it's it's winter for us, but officially it won't be winter winter until like the twenty first. But it's it's winter, <laughs> just is. Yep, it's December. But that's all I've got to say right now. Other than a quick thank you to everyone who listens to us on Spotify, because that's been our number one platform for a nice. little while now. Do we get like a Spotify Wrapped as being on it? I've been trying to figure that out. Yeah, um, like, are we an artist? We are. <laughs> I just can't remember what login I used to set it up. Uh, gotcha, um, gotcha. I'm mildly concerned that it's connected to my old Facebook account. Oh, the shit. The one that got hacked. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we may not get a Spotify wrap to see okay. what how much we grew on Spotify this year. I just know from the Podbean dashboard that mm-hmm. Spotify is currently our number one platform. We're also, we also get a lot of love on Pandora and oh, Amazon Music. So, dude, yeah, I used to really listen to Amazon Music a whole, whole lot for for some reason when I was in grad school. <laughs> Probably because it was free with our Prime memberships. Yeah, um, but it like I listened to that, but like not Spotify. It, mm. it was just weird. <laughs> yeah, obscure. But yeah. that's all I have this week. All right, excellent. Same here. Nothing new to report. Um, and we will be watching. Good night, mommy. And where can people find that or watch that if they want to watch? It is an Amazon Prime original. Sweet. So it is on Amazon Prime. Nice. I've got that. So I will watch that. (laughs) Excellent question. Yeah, excellent. (laughs) Um, And uh, that's where Terrifier is in case you didn't watch it yet and want to watch it and want to listen to our show from last time. They're both on there, so they could be like a double feature, I feel like. So, yeah. All right. Well, I've got nothing else to add, but um, we will talk to you again next week and talk about Goodnight Mommy, the American Hell version. Yeah. All right, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye bye. I love the creepy doll that always follows.